0: Yeah. Shuranan Bajajanaranjana Shuranan Bajajanaranjana Shuranan Bajajanaranjana Shuranan Bajajanaranjana Shuranan Bajajanaranjana kundabihari kundabihari kundabihari
1: Vishnupad Parma Hansapar Rajagacharya Sutras at the Shrishi Madhus Divine Grace, AC Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Ki Gantarash Rambhagavatam Ki Itago Pramanandi Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudeva Haya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudeva Haya Om Namah Bhagavate Vasudevaya. So we're reading from the seventh canto of the Shrimad Bhagavatam, chapter five, text <laughs> eighteen. Iti tamsviti do paje. Vishamstha janadi. Praridangrihayam GRIHA YAM DASA SRI VARGAS YOPADADHANAM ITI TAMS VIVID DO PRARADHAM Grahayam YASHA PRARADHAM Grahayam Trivargas Yo Padam Dadam, Trivargas Yo Padam, Ititam Vido Vaye, Ram, Gada Yam, Asa. Thanks for <laughs> <both.
0: coughs>
1: gada Yam, asa.
0: Sri show Padam Padam. Iti tampi,
1: iti tams with the opaye. Bishayam tadanadi bi.
0: Radham ramasa. Radham
1: gadiyamasa.
0: Rebargasya padadanam.
1: Iti tams with the
0: Jaam na tanadi be. asa.
1: Drivarga shoppa dhanam. Drivarga shoppa dhanam. Eighty times the hope <coughs> Padanam Gahayam Asa Yasya Papadanam Iti in this way tam, tam. Him. him, Prahlad Maharaj, Prahlad Maharaj. Vidhi, upaye. Vidhi Upaye by various means Prahlad Bisayan, Bisayan. Threatening. threatening Tarjan Abri Alibi by chastisements, threats, etc., by chastisements, threats, etc., <laughs> <laughs> Praradha- praradham, 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 Antu, Prahlad Maharaj, Drahayam Asa, Taught, Taught. Trivaragashya, the, the Three Goals of Life, The Path of Religion, economic. Religion, economics, economics. development, economics. and sense gratification. Yes. Uh, upadadam, a scriptures that, that presents. Yes. So translation by His Divine Grace Srila Prabhupada. Sanda and the teachers of Prahlad Maharaj chastised and threatened their disciple in various ways and began teaching him about the path of religion, economic development, and sense gratification. This is the way they educated him, purport by His Divine Grace, Prabhupada. In this verse, the words Praridham, graha-yayam, uh, graha ya, ya Asa are important. The word Grahayam, Asa literally means that they tried to induce Prahlad Maharaj to, sec- to accept the path of Dharma, Arta, and Karma, religion, economic development, and sense gratification. People are generally preoccupied with these three concerns without interest in the path of liberation. Hiranya Kashipu, the father of Prahlad Maharaj, was simply interested in gold and sense enjoyment. The word Hiranya means gold and Kashipu means soft cushions or bedding on which people enjoy sense gratification. The word Prahlad, however, refers to one who is always joyful in understanding Brahman. Brahma-bhuta-prasnatmā. Prahlādh uh, means uh, prasātanam, always joyful. Pralad was always joyful in worshiping the Lord, but in accordance with the instructions of Aranyakashipu, the teachers were increasing, were interested in teaching him about material things. Materialistic persons think that the path of religion is meant for improving their material condition. The materialist goes to a temple to worship many various a varieties of demigods just to receive some benediction to improve their material life. He goes on uh, he goes to a sadhu or a so called swami to take advantage of any method for achieving material opulence. In the name of religion, the so called sadhu tried to satisfy the senses of the materialists by showing them shortcuts in material opulence. Sometimes they give some talisman or a blessing. Sometimes they attract material persons by producing gold. Then they declare themselves to be God and foolishly, and foolish materialists are attracted to them for economic development. As a result of this process of cheating, others are reluctant to accept the religious process. And instead, they, are, they advise people in general to work for material advancement. This is going on all over the world, not only now, but since time immemorial. No one is interested in moksha, liberation. There are four principles, dharma, religion, arta, economic development, karma, sense gratification, and moksha, liberation. People accept religion to become materially opulent. And why should one be materially opulent? For sense gratification. Thus, people prefer these three margas, the three paths of material life. No one is interested in liberation, and the Bhagavad and the, um, uh, the Bhagavad Bhaktas, the devotional service to the Lord, is above even liberation. Therefore, the process of devotional service, Krishna consciousness, is extremely difficult to understand. This will be explained later by Prahlad Maharaj, the teachers Sunda and Amarka tried to induce Prahlad Maharaj to accept the materialistic way of life but actually, their attempt was a failure. Omagana Timurandas Yaganan Salakaya Lakaya, Chatsura Militamena Tasma Shri Guruveenamaha Vanchakalpa Therubhya Sjaya Namah Om Bhishnabhadaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhuttalaya Shrimali Bhakti Vedanta Swami Niti Namine Namaste Saraswati Devam Grodavani Pacharani Neva Srinivadi Pasha Chardei So today is Lord Nisringadev's Blessed Appearance Day and uh, we have wonderful programs here today for all the devotees and also in the western suburbs as Manamoham was explaining. So we're celebrating Lord Day's Appearance Day in many parts of Victoria today. <clears throat> it's auspicious. It's a wonderful day, Lord Day's Appearance Day. It's probably one of the most vibrant and ex- exciting days. Lord Nashrinkadeva himself is very exciting. There's nothing bland about Lord Day. He's like, wow, really amazing. So who is Lord Uh He's Krishna himself. Keshavadrita, Narahari Rupa, Sri Krishna is non-different to Krishna, but he's Krishna, but not directly. I didn't know this, but this is interesting. I did some research and actually uh, Lord Nusringadeva is none other than the chakra. Krishna's chakra, his wheel for destroying things, becomes Nusringadeva. And so when there is a temple installation of a chakra like they did at Mayapur recently, uh, they use the mantras, Uh, and the prayers offered to Lord Nishringadev when the chakra is installed. So Lord Nishringadev's main mercy is to protect the devotees. The chakra who saved Ambarish Maharaj was Nishringadev himself and the chakra who killed Shishupal was also Lord Nishringadev and there's no difference between the two. This is a really interesting understanding. All the paraphernalia and weapons in the hands of Krishna manifests as Vish and when he manifests as Vishnu incarnations uh, Can also be said that they are also Lord Nishringadev and in fact um, The it's also said that uh, Lord Nishringadev Balaram uh, it, it, Lord Dev is an expansion of Lord Balaram If you have any difficulties or problems with demons or others or difficulties in life Uh, we can pray to Lord Nusringadev for protection and we've seen that so often. Vaishnavas, us, devotees of Hare Krishna, are therefore very special, uh, uh, have a special consideration for Lord Nusringadev because he is our protector. We we don't worship many incarnations of Krishna. You know how Krishna has so many different incarnations but it's basically speaking that we worship Gornitai Krishna, Radha Krishna, and Lord Nsringadev. We don't worship um, Vamanadev or Kormadev or Kalki, all that much. It, but Lord Nsringadev is part of our daily worship. Basically because the Lord protects us in our daily life and we need that protection because we're stuck in this material world. This is a dangerous place. It's no place for a lady or a gentleman. We've got to get out of here. And so we need his protection. It's good to remember on this day that how the Lord protected an innocent child, Prahlad, a pure devotee of the Lord. Sri Prahlad was protected by this incredible demon, Hiranyakashipu. He was a big demon. He was a very, very cruel personality. And we all know the story very, very well. And I'm not going to relate the whole story of Lord Nisringadev. Maybe Aunty Ruda will do that in the class tonight. We know that the story is a favourite with a lot of the younger members of our community and they like performing the play of, of Lord Nshringadev. I know we were just recently in Canberra and uh, they're preparing a big presentation of the Lord Dave pastimes. And uh, it's it's uh, it's quite interesting, you know. It was funny, I um, on YouTube there was a little film clip, some of you may have seen this, of... Uh, kids from a temple doing a Lord Nisringadev play. And uh, it was really well done, you know. And Lord Nashringa uh, Lord uh, Haranikashipu, was a really, just a little guy, had a big mustache, and Pallad was there. And this little guy was strutting around like, you know, he was, is Krishna here? Is Krishna there? And he was really full of confidence. And then eventually he comes to the pillar, right? And he sees the pillar, is Krishna in this pillar? And Varadma and goes, yes, he is in the pillar, you know. And so he says, well, if he's in this pillar, I'll smash it. And he smashes the pillar and one of the parents is dressed up as a uh, as uh, Lord Nishrinkadev, and completely frightens this little kid, who was Hiranyakashipu. And he goes, ooh, and, run, and runs away hides behind the uh, Prahlad, you know, and the Shringer is coming for him. And he was genuinely afraid. He was just, he was crying and his father had to come up and pacify him. It was so wonderful to see. It was just a really, he was a good, good day, that one. Did you see it? It was so funny. This boy was just petrified of Lord Nusringa day. <laughs> so, the, 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 the class that I wanted to give today is a little bit different. A devotee's call out to God for protection, right? It's important that we have uh, physical protection. Is it though? Is it really important for a devotee to have physical protection? It is up to a point. Um, You know, but more importantly, it's important that our devotional creeper, our spiritual life is protected. And that's what we pray for. You know, every morning we pray to Lord Nesringadev, You know, the prayers every morning, everything after a kirtan, we pray. But what do we ask Lord Nishringadev to protect? Is it this material body? Are we asking Lord Nishringadev, when I'm driving home from this temple, please don't let me have an accident, or please don't let me get cancer, or please don't let me be hurt by someone else? No, not all the time. We don't actually, like Prahlad, Prahlad had faith in Krishna, faith in the Lord, and he took everything as Krishna's mercy. And so with that complete faith, Lord Nishringadeva protected him. So we haven't got a thought of ourselves, but when we pray to Lord Nishringadeva, at least the way I sort of see it is, is that when we pray to Lord Nishringadeva in the morning, we pray that this movement that His Divine Graciela Prabhupada has set up is not influenced by demoniac forces either from within or without. We pray like that, that's what our prayer should be. The pre- pre- uh, uh protect this wonderful institution that Srila Prabhupada set up. And uh, Prabhupada actually said there are demons within and recently we've had incidents where that has come to light. So we have to pr- ask Lord Nishringadev to protect this movement protects Srila Prabhupada's teachings and his legacy. This is very important because material world is is a really horrible place and it will twist and turn everything. Keep Prabhupada as the founder, Acharya of Iskcon, as the primary Shiksha Guru for all of us and for the next 10,000 years for our children and our children's children. How much Srila Prabhupada has given us as grandchildren and as children So much more he has to give to our great grandchildren and and so on for generations to come. So we pray to Lord Nusringadeva to actually protect Srila Prabhupada. And this should be our prayer every day. Not so much for ourselves, but to protect this society. So today's talk, I wanted to do a little bit different. I wanted to talk about how Lord Nusringadeva, Krishna, uh, offers protection to the devotee in, in a variety of ways. When we realise that the Lord, uh, of the Lord's protection, what does that reveal to us? So let's analyse the different ways that that God, Krishna, Lord Nisringadeva, is protecting the devotees. So there are five categories. The first category is, God's protection means you are untouchable to the enemy, no matter what the circumstances. God's protection means that you are untouchable to the enemy no matter what the circumstances. So we see in Prahlad's situation, he's being harassed by his teachers, he's being harassed by his father, but irrespective of that, they can't really touch him. He was thrown into so many different tormenting situations, and yet he was unaffected by it, completely unaffected by it. According to the Vaishnava scriptures, God encircles or encompasses or covers or shields those who make an attempt to be his devotee and take refuge in him. His presence is a kind of a force field which makes the devotee inaccessible to any enemy no matter what the circumstances because the devotee's divine love for the Supreme Lord. It is that love for Krishna that protects the devotee. An example of that is in our scriptures, we see so many different examples. Uh, uh, Hari Das Thakur, for example. Hari Das Thakur was a beautiful devotee of Krishna, Lord Chaitanya, and he was always chanting the holy names of the Lord, pure incarnation of, uh, of mercy, and, uh, and presenting Krishna consciousness, presenting the j- chanting of the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, and yet he was uh, attacked by, under the kazi's rule, or whoever it was that was, he was to be beaten and killed in so many marketplaces. And yet the Lord protected him. Although the affliction happened to him, when he actually again met with Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Mahaprabhu, he said to Mahaprabhu, it was just like you were actually embracing me when they were beating me. So it didn't affect him at all. Another example would be Gajendra. Anybody know the story of Gajendra? Gajendra was, yeah, what was he? Gajendra was caught by a crocodile for a thousand years and he mackered. Yeah. And then he offered, and then we saw um, Lord Vishnu coming on the, the Dododa to save him and he offered a lotus. That's very good. So it appeared that he was the king of the elephants, but formerly he was a human. Who was? What was the, it? Indra? And King Indra, In- In- that's right. So fortunately, when this happened to him, he remembered. Uh, uh, the holy name of Krishna. He, re- he remembered to turn to Krishna. First, he offered respectful obeisances to the Supreme Personality of Godhead because he was in an awkward position, uh, having been attacked by this crocodile, and he expressed the point that uh, actually, I may not be perfect in reciting my, my mantras to you, my prayer to you. Nonetheless, he chanted the mantra and expressed himself in appropriate words. This is a purport from Prabhupada from that section of the Srimad Bhagavatam. Prabhupada says, In this way, the king of the elephants, Gajendra, offered prayers directly to the Supreme Personality of Godhead without mistaking him for one of the demigods. None of the demigods came to see him, not even Brahma or Shiva, rather the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Narayan, seated on Garuda, personally appeared before him. Gajendra, by lifting his trunk, offered obeisances to the Lord, and the Lord immediately pulled him out of the water along with the crocodile who had captured his leg. Then the Lord killed the crocodile, thus Gajendra was saved. So this is the way. It's He was praying to the Lord, but not asking the Lord, please save me, save me. He was glorifying the Lord. When you read that stotra of Gajendra, it is all, it is actually, if you read that in that canto of the Bhagavatam, it is a complete, A compilation of what Krishna consciousness actually is. Every aspect of Krishna consciousness is in that prayer of Gajendra. So even in other faith traditions uh, such protection of the Lord has been documented. So you know that I'm involved with interfaith and working with other faith traditions. So as a young person before I became a devotee I was very much perplexed uh, about why saintly people suffered for their faith. And why does God promise to protect his devoted children, and yet allow them to be killed, martyred? And uh, martyred means a person that is killed on religious principles, for their belief. So in Christi- it's, it's a term that's used in Christianity, but it's anybody that is killed for their religious belief. So in all the ages, as in, uh, as in early Christian times and other faith traditions, those who truly love the Lord have rejoiced at being counted worthy to suffer for the Lord. It's a really interesting thing. Recently we gave a, a lecture in uh, Canberra about sacrifice and this was uh, a point that was brought up. In the Christian faith, people were willing to die for their faith. Uh, because, actually, uh, martyrdom was the highest honour for a person that was following the teachings of Lord Jesus. Jesus told them, uh, he told his disciples that um, you will be hated by men for for my name's sake, so for following his teachings. He encouraged them that whoever loses their life for my sake So, following in the tradition of the Guru, uh, shall find it again, meaning they will get uh, a heavenly eternal life in God consciousness. So, that was, you know, the whole history of Christianity was like 200 years. The Christian faith had permeated almost the whole of the Roman Empire. You know about the Roman Empire? It conquered a lot of part, a big part of the world. By 325, an estimated 7 million Christians were present, and with as many as 2 million were killed by the Romans for their belief. So who knows, you know, this is a, a tragic situation, but they were willing to sacrifice their life instead of giving up their faith. So we have to ask ourselves sometimes, what does the future, future hold for us? Will eventually, you know, be, there be such a demoniac government that they will demand of us to relinquish our faith, to turn away from Krishna consciousness. Um, And don't think that that cannot happen. It can happen. And so we have to pray to the Lord to protect us, but in the same token, as these Christians were pointing out, they were more than willing to sacrifice their life for their faith. And we may think, well, that doesn't happen in this day and age, but it wasn't that long ago in the Soviet Union where there was an oppressive regime and devotees were actually killed in this same way. They were uh, tortured and also uh, harassed by demoniac forces to give up their faith, but they didn't. So, and, and not only there, but also in Africa, there were incidents again of devotees that, for their faith, they maintained their faith. So this is one area that we can contemplate, never to give up your faith for Krishna and we ask Lord Lord Nisringadeva, to please protect that I stay safe and that I uh, maintain my spiritual connection with Krishna. The second point is you are protected as you are part of the Supreme. So we all know we're not these material bodies, we're spirit soul and that the soul dwells within the heart region of our body and is accompanied by Paramatma, the Supreme Lord. So we realize that and the fact is that Uh, the devotee is is aware that Krishna is with them. And so we, believers in Krishna, understand the soul and super-soul that we actually are walking temples of the Supreme Lord. So Krishna is actually with us. And the more you actually realise that, everywhere we go, uh, we are filled with him in devotion and he radiates his presence. So this is a little bit esoteric, but... The point is, is that when you're a devotee and you're diligently following your sadhana, you become a beacon of Krishna Consciousness. Sometimes you have a situation when you're even dressed in non-devotee clothes and we may be out there somewhere and people say, wow, what do you want? You know, you look so bright. You look so effulgent. And devotees naturally have an effulgence and that's because they are understanding Krishna is their Supreme Lord and they're making every effort to be a Krishna conscious devotee and following their sadhana and then Krishna actually uh, fills them with with this light. Uh, we may not be able to see it all the time, but, re- but rest assured that beings in the spiritual realm, including the demoniac, actually see a person that is spiritually advanced and that threatens them and so they won't go near you. So this is again because we recognize the glories of the Supreme Lord. So this is in some terminology, you know that the body is made up of vibration basically from quantum physics. We understand that everything is but a vibration. So there is also vibration that's emanating from your body. Some people call it an aura or an effulgence. Uh, And this is what is uh, Glowing and sometimes you see that on pictures of saints. We can see it on picture of Radha and Krishna there where there's a glow Or behind me too. So there's this glow and in all the different traditions they have this. So this is because uh, that, that shows the purity of the individual and when you see a face of a saint with which presents a, a glowing appearance, which is the glory of a saint, it's shown in different pictures. There was a magnetic aura. When you read the or hear the pastimes, the remembrance of Srila Prabhupada, there's so many times that devotees have explained that when I was in Prabhupada's presence, I could hardly focus on him. He was so bright. So he was effulgent. And, and this is, again, this protective shield that Krishna puts around the devotees when we're following. So this is uh, an interesting concept. So that's the number two, is that you have that protection of the Lord, understanding that you are a temple of God, and being a temple of God, uh, demoniac forces find it very difficult to, to come in and, and disturb you. So we have to develop our sudden very very nicely, so we keep our, uh, our aura in check. Every now and again, you have to check your aura, see if we're still effulgent. <laughs> So the third point is the protection of the Holy Name. Now everybody knows this one. The Holy Name protects us. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare, (laughs) Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama, Hare Hare. When we chant with determination, with devotion, with steadiness, knowledge and hope, uh, that mantra protects us. It saves us. Uh, our hearts are filled with joy, that we're internally engaged with Radha and Krishna in, in their service, and we're heading towards the spiritual world. So this is a, a very protective sort of thing, the Maha mantra. In fact, the mantra is not different from the Lord himself, as we all know. Hence, God is right there on the tip of our tongue whenever we chant the holy names. So thereby, the Lord is protecting you, because who can defeat the Lord? Uh, and, and an example of the holy name of the Lord is Ajamil. Ajamil was suffering, he was dying, and he called out the name Narayan because that was the name of his son, and he was protected from um, demoniac forces. So there are many, many stories like that. Um, uh, there's also the stories that, that you hear in Sankirtan stories uh, where the holy name has saved the devotees from real danger. I know for myself, when we used to, in the early days, when we had sankirtan out in the streets, uh, there were many demoniac forces which were antagonist, antagonistic towards the devotees. And so we would call out to Lord Nusringadeva, or just chanting Hare Krishna, to uh, ask the Lord to protect us. It's interesting that uh, at one stage, here, the Lord also protects uh, your own demoniac uh, activities. Like we used to go out on Hari Nam Sankirtan and uh, I've, as I said this sometimes before, I was the one that had to s- stand at the back to protect the ladies. We had a long, big kirtan and uh, and then the ladies would often be harassed by drunken slobs and stuff and so they said, okay, Bhakti, you're a big boy, you can stand at the back and protect the ladies <laughs> although I, I, I'm not. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I. That's what they did. So anyway, this one guy would always come up and spit on me as, as a hateful thing to the devotees. And in the beginning, and this is where Krishna actually protects you from your own violent streak, normally if that would happen, what would be the first thing that a materialist would do? No, <laughs> I'll have him. So I had to really focus and say, no, 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 I'm not, not doing anything to this guy. And we just chanted, just kept on chanting Hare Krishna. And this man was so frustrated by this, that every time we went on Hari Naam, every Saturday night, he would come out the pub, look for the tall guy at the back, work up a big saliva, and <clears throat> on my face. Every single time. The thing was, After a while, I became actually enthused about the guy doing this because because what it did was it strengthened my faith in Krishna, that I was able to control myself and that I was standing up for my faith. And so in the end, the guy gave up. Many times we had situations where there would be a big group of people who would want to harm us, you know, uh, literally harm us, wanted to beat us up and uh, we would simply chant Hare Krishna, you know. And, and the intensity of our chanting at that stage was so incredible that they basically were repelled by it and, and all the devotees were safe. So the chanting of the Hare Krishna mantra is another way we are protected. Again, in the form of Lord Na through Krishna, we're protected by the Holy Name. A classic example was also, if you read, uh, the autobiography of George Harrison. George Harrison uh, is a devotee, and uh, when he was aspiring to be a devotee, he was a little contemplating, you know, is this the right thing? And he was in different faith groups and everything. But one time he was in an aeroplane and there was a huge electrical storm. It lasted for about a half an hour, and he chanted diligently, loudly, in the plane, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna and he says that his chanting actually saved him on that flight. Another person, when he told somebody else, uh, somebody you may know him, Peter Sellers, who was a, an actor, an English actor, when he told that incident to Peter Sellers, uh, he was in a, a, an aeroplane and the same thing happened and he thought, well, I'll give that a go. And he chanted Hare Krishna and he was saved also in the plane. So, you know, these are sometimes circumstances which are just amazing how how Krishna protects us. Prabhupada said that actually the chanting of this holy name, if one percent of the population actually chant the holy name of Krishna then actually a lot of the world's difficulties would be eradicated. A lot of the